Hey folks, thanks for checking out Reigniting Liberty with Deneen Borelli and Dr. Tom Borelli, bringing you the truth in black and white. And we have a great guest joining us today. We've been following each other on social media. Sometimes social media can be a beautiful thing. You meet people from all over the country and around the world. But today we have Jake Beckett running for the U.S. Senate of Arkansas. He's a former U.S. Army Ranger and former NFL player. Jake, welcome to the show. So good to have you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. And you're exactly right. It's uh, It's been great to follow each other on social media and then now uh, do this podcast. I'm very excited. Oh, well, we're excited to have you. And first of all, I do want to thank you for your service to our country. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. All right. So uh, you're running for U.S. Senate, sir. What motivated you to run? Well, I was uh, deployed to Iraq uh, until late 2019, and when I came home from Iraq and saw what was happening in our country over the last couple of years, the looting, the violence in our streets, the suppression of our economy, and so few elected Republican leaders having the courage to actually stand up to this onslaught from the hard left, um, you know, just as our country started to unravel. And, you know, I I joined the Army. I, I I joined the infantry. I went through ranger school, deployed to Iraq because I wanted to be where the fight was. I wanted to be with the grunts. I wanted to lead a rifle platoon. And I realized that the the fight of our generation is going to be in politics. It's going to be domestic. It's going to be right here in this country. And that's why I'm in this race. Uh, It's been incredible the amount of support we've had here in Arkansas and around the country. You know, I, I think people are getting tired of Republicans who just have an R beside their name, and they want conservative warriors, people who don't come from a political background, who didn't grow up in an age-old expectation of running for office uh, or being in Washington for 20 years. Uh, They want outsiders and people who actually believe in what this country stands for and has stood for since the founding. So, Jake, you obviously have a very unique, uh, diverse career, both uh, Army Ranger and NFL player and also college football star. I mean, that's that's kind of a hat trick, something to be uh, <laughs> really respect and admire in, in a lot of different ways. Uh, but what did you learn from those experiences, either on the battlefield or on the field in the NFL that would make you a good senator? Well, you're exactly right. I, I don't come from uh, what you might think of as a traditional political background. I'm a true outsider, and I'm proud of that. I'm leaning into that on the campaign trail. I, I, I'm an athlete and a soldier, and, and I like to think of myself as a leader. And, and in Arkansas, in a deep red state, we need people who understand um, you know, that we can take risks you know, in, in Washington. We can lead from the front. We can actually move the needle on the issues that matter uh, to Republicans here in Arkansas and America First Patriots all across the country. And it, it was a total privilege to, um, you know, be able to be a team captain on my college football team and to be a, a, a platoon leader in the 101st Airborne to learn from some of the all-time greats in the history of sports, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. I mean, these are some of the greatest leaders, um, you know, not just in in sports, but really in, in our country's history, in my opinion, because, you know, they've, they're, they're the elite. They, they've done things that people have never done before. They know how to motivate and inspire people. Um, from all different backgrounds. Um, and, and that's what I think draws people in our country and our culture to, to sports and to the military. They, they traditionally had very high esteem in American culture because, you know, people understand that at, at their best, 
sports and the military represent the best of America's values. They, they represent people coming from different backgrounds, um, you know, different races, different ethnicities, you know, even different religious backgrounds. But putting all that stuff aside, different socioeconomic backgrounds, putting that aside to work hard, to come together as a team, to strive towards a common goal, um, to serve and to fight. Uh, and, and that's the you know, I think that's what people see in sports. Uh, people see in the military and they want to see more of that in politics. They want to see people, um, you know, who know how to speak to the soul, how to inspire people. Um, and, and I think just the career politicians, those types have failed to do that over the past 20, 30, 40 years. I think that's one of the reasons that Donald Trump was able to rise and become president of the United States from you know, clearly a non-traditional political background. People want to see real people who speak the language of the grassroots. You know, they, they speak the language of those of us. You know, they say what we say around the dinner table in our text messages, um, you know, in our communities. They want to see that um, you know, being said on the national stage and people leading from the front. And that's what I've done here in Arkansas. That is well said. And we are seeing so many people running for office who would never have dreamed of running for office. But your skill sets alone, uh, your leadership skills, I mean, it, it's just it speaks volumes. Are you able to mentor uh, any any children, uh, especially regarding your your leadership skills and all of your uh, life experiences that you have uh, been able to accomplish? Do you have time to to mentor any youth? Yeah, it's been a huge blessing as a part of this campaign to, to go across the state. And, you know, I, I do the political events. You know, I, I do Lincoln Reagan Day dinners. Um, you know, I, I speak to uh, county committees. Um, you know, we do our own rallies and fundraisers and that kind of thing. But, you know, due to my sports and military background, I've also had the honor of speaking to a lot of young people, um, you know, speaking to a lot of like high school football teams. Uh, I'm speaking uh, at, a, at, a, at a high school commencement. Um, here in a couple of weeks and speaking to a couple of junior college uh, commencement ceremonies, you know, because people, I, I think you're exactly right. They they want to see the next generation uh, of younger people stepping up and, and, and rising up to leadership positions in our culture, because I think people understand that what we're doing in our in our political system simply isn't working. The same old career politicians simply aren't getting the job done um, and, and they want to see, you know, younger, bolder, more dynamic leaders um, from those non-traditional backgrounds that we, we've been talking about. And, you know, it's, it's exciting to me. I, I'm, I'm optimistic about the future or else I wouldn't be in this race. I think the best days of this country are ahead of us because in the Army and sports and around the state of Arkansas, I see a lot of great, passionate, red-blooded American patriotic young people who believe in, in the, the country that we all grew up in. And I, I know it's, it's easy to, to despair and to feel negative with everything that's coming at us right now coming from D.C. and our media, all of our cultural institutions. But truly, I, I see reason to hope in our young people because I see a, a really impressive young core um, of truly patriotic Americans who want to restore this country. And God willing, um, you know, I'll be a part of the um, a part of the leadership of that group. So, Jake, what are your top campaign issues and how does that differ from your competition in Arkansas? Yeah, so I'm taking on a, a 20 plus year incumbent. It's always difficult to knock off an incumbent. Um, but in Arkansas, you know, we're a, a, a deep red state, we're a one party state, the actions in the primaries. Uh, so the voters understand that. But I, I've really drawn a clear distinction with my main opponent, uh, Senator Bozeman, on, on four key issues. You know, and, and number one is election integrity. Um, you know, he voted to certify the, the 2020 election. 
which was a, 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 a just ridiculous decision to do. Um, you know, we, we've all seen over the last year to 18 months, um, you know, all the, the, the voter fraud that took place, the unconstitutional changes to different state election laws. Um, you know, and, and we've seen in other countries like Canada and France, you know, they just held nationwide elections for their head of state, um, Canada for prime minister, France for president, where they had 100 percent voter ID. They had 100 uh, percent paper ballots. Um, they had verified results within a matter of hours, uh, no voting machines. Uh, very few days or zero days of, of early or mail-in voting. So those are just common sense election reforms um, that haven't happened in this country. And I think it's for two reasons. One, because the radical left the Democrats don't want those things to happen because it makes it easier to cheat. And number two, because too many Republicans uh, like Senator Bozeman are simply scared to press the issue. You know, they're being scared of being called a name or, you know, just kind of like being called a conspiracy theorist. But you know, I, I reject that. You know, it's it's not the fault of the people if we can't trust our elections. You know, it's the fault of our elected leaders. And we can't have a constitutional republic if we don't have confidence in our elections. So number one, election integrity. Number two, illegal immigration. Um, you know, Senator Bozeman has been an outspoken supporter of amnesty for illegal immigrants. Um, you know, he said that DACA recipients were more American than many of us, meaning American citizens. He opposed President Trump's immigration policies from the very beginning. Uh, I believe in a secure southern border. You know, when I was in Iraq, one of our sister brigades from the 101st Airborne was deployed to the southern border because President Trump, we had a commander in chief who understood that it's an all of the above federal solution. You got to have federal troops used to secure our border. We can't have a country if we don't have territorial sovereignty. So that's number two. Number three is the, the economy, specifically inflation. Senator Bozeman, he voted to raise the federal gas tax. He supported uh, state level gas tax increases here in Arkansas. You know, obviously, the, the price of a barrel of oil is the main driver of increased gas prices. But obviously, the, the federal gas tax is super high. And Senator Bozeman, not only did he vote to raise the federal gas tax, but he voted to index link it to the rate of inflation, which, of course, is out of control right now. And so that leads to a spiraling um, of, of, of gas prices. So those three issues. Number four, the, the culture wars. I mean, Senator Bozeman, you know, when I talk to voters in Arkansas, they either don't know who he is or they don't they can't name one thing he's really stood for in 20 years. He's just kind of one of these classic invisible Republicans. And, you know, I, I've drawn a clear distinction there because you know, I don't think these culture war issues are divisive. I think they're actually uniting. I mean, the, you see in Florida, you know, what Ron DeSantis did, um, you know, on so many fronts, but particularly, you know, with this, uh, you know, this parental um, rights and education bill, um, you know, getting this woke ideology out of, you know, elementary school classrooms, um, you know, he's leaned into that and he's taken Florida, you know, he barely won that election in 2018, um, you know, just by a, a, a fraction of 1%. And by all indications this year, he's going to win re-election by 10 points or more. You know, he's taken a 50-50 state and made it a red state because he leaned in on the issues that matter, not just to Republicans, but to even some moderates and independents and Democrats too. I mean, I, I firmly believe that there are very few Democrats who actually believe in some of this crazy woke leftist um, indoctrination. You know, they they they're they're amplified. That the ones who support these kind of things, you know, they they have a loud microphone in the media. They have a loud microphone, um, you know, in, in our culture. But I really don't think there's that many of them. So. That's my theory of the case on those four issues. Um, you know, I've drawn a clear distinction between myself and Senator Bozeman. 
And that's the kind of senator I'll be in Washington. I will lead from the front on the issues that matter. Now, those are some really important issues to highlight there. And when you talk about wokeism that's going on across the country, it, it, it is designed to divide, but you are right. It is uniting people that you would not have thought would have been united because of whatever, difference of opinion or whatever. But especially when it comes down to the precious, and that is the children. When you have these schools that are teaching this nonsense to our young children, and DeSantis certainly took the fight to Disney and bravo for him for doing so, but he has gained a wealth of support from people across the spectrum because they had the nerve to go after the children. I, I think you're exactly right. I, I think that was um, you know, a, a turning point uh, in, in our country uh, over the past year or so was when um, the federal government uh, and some of these state governments, giant corporations, uh, you know, really started to uh, be very outspoken uh, about their intent to indoctrinate young children. I mean, not to not to get too deep into the historical aspects of it, but you understand that, um, you know, in any kind of a communist Marxist takeover, you know, whether it be, um, you know, from the French Revolution, which wasn't technically Marxist, but it had its its origins in that in ideology, uh, the Russian Revolution, the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia, the Great Leap Forward. Um, in, in China, you know, they, they have to drive a wedge between young people and their parents. Uh, you know, the people in, in the Russian Revolution and Stalinist Russia, they, they talked about the, the, the fear they had that their children would turn them into the authorities. And, and so, you know, obviously, I, I think there's um, a, a very insidious, um, you know, element, perhaps even grooming in it. But I, I think also, um, you know, the other element is they're trying to separate children from their parents ideologically. And that's not a conspiracy theory. That's just based in historical fact. Um, and, and so I, I think that parents are recognizing this. We have bold leaders like Ron DeSantis who are actually standing up and fighting back against it. And I, I think that's our chance in this election cycle in 2022 to build a new coalition. Um, you know, just like in 1932 in this country, FDR and the Democrats, they built this that, that New Deal coalition that ruled American politics for 30 or 40 years. I think we had that same opportunity in 2022 to build that new coalition of disaffected Americans because the, the Democrat Party has gotten so out of control. They're so far to the left. They're coming after young people and children, and we have to stand up and fight back. And I think it's a great opportunity to build a new coalition to, to, to take back control of our country for generations. So, Jake, it strikes me you have the right messages and you're also an excellent communicator uh, on these issues. Uh, what has been the response uh, in Arkansas when you're in the field, when you're actually meeting with people? Well, when I speak with voters, uh, they're very energized. They're very enthusiastic. Um, you, you know, people see what's happening, um, you know, not just nationally, but here inside the state. We were all affected over the past two years. Um, you know, by the by the pandemic, the suppression of our economy, um, you know, by the lockdowns, you know, children have been falling behind in their schoolwork. It, it, everyone is affected. Um, and so they're, they're engaged. They're ready to fight back. You know, I think there's a big anti-establishment bias. You know, they just want to throw everyone out. Um, you know, and I, I certainly hope to, um, you know, to be able to capture that and really continue to inspire people. Um, you know, it's, it's been a great opportunity because Senator Bozeman, he's a longtime incumbent. Um, you know, I, I call him the Joe Biden of Arkansas because he doesn't campaign. I mean, he is truly he doesn't do media. 
Um, you know, he's he doesn't debate. He, he said publicly he wouldn't debate me. Um, you know, and I think it's clear why, because he knows that he doesn't want to draw the, the distinction. He doesn't want to let Arkansas voters see me stand against him um, and talk about the issues. Uh, you know, he's run several million dollars of attack ads against me here in Arkansas. You know, there's four or five different super PACs running nonstop attack ads against me in the state of Arkansas right now um, because they see they, they know that if the people of Arkansas see me and know me and hear me speak on the issues, then they're going to want to support me. Um, but that's how the D.C. swamp works. I mean, they they protect their own. Uh, you know, Senator Bozeman has been a loyal soldier for the D.C. Uniparty. Um, and so they're going to try to protect him. But I, I think the people of Arkansas are ready for a change. They want to see uh, a young, bold, dynamic leader, uh, you know, rise and, and, and help lead them. And that's why I'm here. And, you know, we'll see what happens on May 24th. Wow. Well, so I, you mentioned the pandemic. Uh, yes, people across the country were affected in more ways than one. A lot of businesses had to close their doors. Uh, and I was reading about your community efforts in terms of the Arkansas Fund to help uh, the community. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So when I left the Army, I left active duty um, in early 2021. And the first thing I did when I came back home was I, I started a, a nonprofit small business relief fund. It was it was kind of like the Barstool Fund. Uh, I was inspired by um, the Barstool Fund. You know, they, they helped a, a couple of small businesses here in Arkansas. And I kind of figured, you know, hey, why not start? Um, that type of, of nonprofit small business relief fund specifically for Arkansas small businesses. Um, so I, I put my own money into it. I raised about $100,000 in addition to what I put in. Um, and we, we we made 37 grants to mom and pop small businesses all over the state of Arkansas. And, and these were small businesses, um, you know, mostly in retail and, and, and food services and that type of thing, you know, businesses that were affected by either the restrictions that were put on them by our government or by suppressed demand. Um, because people weren't going out and doing things in public. Um, and it was just, it, it was a real blessing to be able to get all over the state uh, and meet people where they were, uh, to hear their stories, um, just to see their frustrations and just kind of give them a voice. I mean, that was a, it, it was great just to listen and, and to not just lend a, a helping hand, you know, give them some money to, you know, help pay their bills or pay their employees for a couple of months. Um, but just to, just to hear them talk about what they had been through and and the, the, the struggles they were going through. And, you know, not all of them succeeded. You know, some ended up having to close their businesses. Um, you know, some of them lost everything. And that really, I mean, my military service inspired me to get into office. But, um, you know, if I wasn't convinced before then, um, certainly seeing the plight uh, of small business owners and their employees in my home state of Arkansas uh, convinced me that the time is now. We've got to have better leadership here in Arkansas and in Washington. Jake, I know you know from your sports career, both in college and the NFL, the word momentum is, is huge. Uh, from this, when you started your campaign, do you feel and sense that you're actually building momentum as you come close to the primary? And have you received any endorsements that are meaningful? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, I was a total outsider. Uh, I was unknown in the state besides my football career. Um, you know, people didn't know me as someone who was, you know, going to be in politics. So we started at rock bottom at zero. Um, but obviously the, 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 the momentum we've had across this state um, has been building, has been growing. Um, you know, Senator Bozeman, I think everyone kind of understood that we were rising. We were getting close uh, when he started launching all these attack ads against me. Um, but I, I think the people can see through that. Um, you know, they're, they're excited to see someone new um, that they want to see a bold voice. Um, you know, and I, I think we're, we're going to reach that critical mass 
uh, of name ID and, and message ID where people know that I'm the America first candidate in this race. Uh, I'm proud to have the endorsement of, of congressmen like Madison Cawthorn and Burgess Owens. Um, you know, C Congressman Owens in particular, he, he's been fantastic. You know, he's a Super Bowl champ. Um, you know, he won a Super Bowl back in the 70s. He likes to joke. We've taken some pictures comparing our Super Bowl rings. You know, <laughs> Congressman Owens, he won his Super Bowl in the 70s with the Raiders. And his ring is big, but it's just, it's not, he can wear it. It's, but my, mine is just absolutely outrageous. It, it's, it's, you know, I, I can't even wear it hardly. It's so ostentatious. Um, but it's been great on the campaign trail. People love to see it. Um, and, and I think that people see that, um, you know, I've got the support of people here in Arkansas, uh, a, a great state uh, senator named Trent Garner, um, you know, who had the courage. He's a Green Beret. He stepped out and endorsed me very early on. Uh, a couple of members of Congress, um, you know, because a lot of people, you know, in politics, you know, they understand, you know, they don't want to stick their neck out there for someone who's challenging an incumbent. But I, I think that in this in this day and age in our country, in our politics, you know, we, we got to have better leaders. And if you've been there for 20 years and you haven't done anything and you're invisible and people, you know, I, I've got a tough name to pronounce, but, you know, Senator Buzzman, uh, he did his first national TV appearance in like seven years, a couple of months ago on Fox Business. And they kept calling him Boozman. And I like to joke, you know, if 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 you send me to Washington, they're going to know how to pronounce my last name. You know, and if you've been there for 20 years and they can't pronounce your last name, then, you know, you're not you're not leading from the front. Uh, and it's, it's, it's time for a change. Absolutely. And I have tried on that Super Bowl ring, uh, <laughs> Representative <laughs> Owens ring. And you are right. It is big. <laughs> yeah. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He has been on the show as well. Uh, so with your NFL experience and your military experience, are, are there any leaders that uh, you, you look up, looked up to or still look up to uh, from that experience that you had? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first of all, I was so blessed to be raised in a two-parent home, um, you know, that taught me to, to fear the Lord and to love our country and love our state. Uh, I come from a football background. My, my grandpa, dad, and uncle all played football at the University of Arkansas. And my, my dad's always been my hero. I wanted to be him when I grew up. Uh, I was lucky to follow in his footsteps at the University of Arkansas. Um, and so he's always been a tremendous leader and inspiration to me. Um, but in my football career, I, I've, just been, I've been blessed to be around some great Leaders, my, you know, one of my best friends to this day is my old uh, college quarterback, Tyler Wilson. Um, you know, he's here in Arkansas. Um, you know, I, I still stay in touch with many of my former teammates from New England. Um, you know, the Patriots, Coach Belichick, he always was intentional about drafting and signing leaders. It was a team full of leaders. I mean, almost every one of us on that team had been a team captain on our college teams. Um, that was very important to Coach Belichick. And it was no surprise to see that. Uh, manifest itself, you know, on, on the field in New England. I mean, that was a team full of leaders, a team full of captains. Um, Tom Brady, obviously, he was one of those who set the tone, um, and he was the rising tide that lifted all boats. You saw that happen in Tampa Bay. Uh, he went down there, and they immediately won a Super Bowl. But it, it was it, those are lessons I carried forward to, to my military career. Um, you know, in the infantry and combat arms, you know, you're 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 surrounded by people who believe that it's the same things that we believe. Um, you know, it, it takes a special person to wear the uniform and, and put themselves out there in an infantry unit. Um, and, and so I, I think about those people, you know, th you know, things get tough in politics, you know, you know, the attacks and everything. But, you know, I just think, look, is, is this harder than Ranger School? You know, is, is this harder than two a days in New England? Is this harder than two a days, uh, you know, with the Arkansas Razorbacks? And, and the answer is no. I mean, this is this is a real blessing to be able to to lead on these issues, to fight in the political arena. Um, and I'm not going anywhere. 
So we've covered a lot of ground, I, I think, for our viewers and our listeners. Is there anything that we haven't asked, any message that you think is really important for the people in Arkansas and around actually the country to understand? Yeah, just uh, I'd appreciate everyone um, going to my website, jakebeckett.com, follow me on social media. Y'all have been so great in helping to amplify my message. Um, and it's really resonating. So, um, you know, as, as people start going to the polls, early voting starts on Monday. Um, so, you know, as people start to vote in Arkansas, I hope you'll go to my website, jakebeckett.com. You'll see me on social media and, and you'll, uh, you'll, you'll look up my, my message and what I stand for, what I continue to stand for. Um, and, and you're, you know, you're ready to vote for someone who's going to be a conservative warrior, not a go along to get along rhino in the U.S. Senate. Well, Jake, on your uh, Twitter account, you have a very impressive uh, pinned, I guess that's your campaign ad. Uh, that was very impressive. So uh, I hope to uh, take some time where we could run that, which we will on this broadcast. So uh, I think that was fantastic. Big football fan here, obviously, as well. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I, I appreciate that. And I, I, I appreciate you all having me on uh, and giving me the chance to, to speak. And um, I hope to do it again soon. Absolutely. We will have you back. Jake Beckett running for U.S. Senate for Arkansas, former U.S. Army Ranger and former NFL player. Thank you so much for joining us. And it was great to meet you. You as well. Have a great day. Folks, thanks for checking out Reigniting Liberty. And remember, everyone has a role to play. What are you doing for liberty? Until next time. Well, it's hit by Beckett. Knocked out by yep. Jake Beckett. Here comes Beckett. Down goes Shaw. The ball is out. When you take the field between the lines here, there's no politics. There's no politically correct way to sack the quarterback. It's just cold, hard truth for everyone to see. Either your side wins or the other one does. I'm Jake Beckett. I'm no squish career politician. I'm a former All-SEC Razorback, a defensive end who sacked Tim Tebow, a Patriot who played with Tom Brady and won a Super Bowl and an Army veteran who left the NFL and volunteered for the 101st Airborne in Iraq. Jake Beckett, Patriot, Veteran, Razorback. What's happening in Washington these days is a disgrace. Democrats have been taken over by radical socialists, and too many Republicans just go along to get along. Now more than ever, we have to stand up and fight for what we believe. I'm a God-fearing Christian conservative who is 100% pro-life and pro-police. And I will never apologize for being against illegal immigration. Like you, I'm sick and tired of the media lying, China getting away with murder, and politicians who only stand up for President Trump when they stand to benefit. The left is gonna spend every dollar they can print to remake this country. Some will say that a young football-playing Army veteran isn't qualified to stop them. Or maybe they'll say, it's not my turn. But here's what I say. Just see if you can block me. I'm Jake Beckett. I'm a Razorback, a patriot, and a veteran. And I'm running for U.S. Senate because it's time to win our country back.